week 125. The homos lucky them. Now, from our previous Verse TV discussions and the song Lucky Her, one of Aaron Mack's favorite artists, Lil Mo's song Lucky Her, the topic of improving a partner for their next partner came up. Now, we all learn from each, we all learn from and teach our partners life lessons that stimulate growth for better or for worse. Now, some people call relationship lessons baggage. Why baggage? Also, how much, quote, baggage, end quote, will you put up with before bringing the relationship to a close and why? First question, some people call relationship life lessons baggage. Uh, I think they're just lessons. They're not, I don't think they're baggage unless you're really, really damaged um, from those lessons and you just carry it over to the next relationship or not give yourself enough time to, um, to even be ready to entertain a relationship with somebody else. Um, you know, and uh, in which case, um, you should just roll solo. But um, how much baggage will you put up with before bringing the relationship to a close and why? Um, that's kind of a um, weird question to me. Like, I don't know, people know what they want and what they don't want. Like you're gonna put up with what, you don't, you can only put up with what you know about if you like it, you know, if you don't, if you, if you know about something that you don't like and you not going to walk away, then you're going to put up, I guess a person to put up with whatever, whatever they want to for that person, if they love them, if they like them, um, how much. It's weird, really weird, <laughs> really weird question. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Like it, it just depends on what you're willing to deal with. If you're not willing to deal with somebody's mess, then walk away. Like, how do you measure baggage? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, Aaron. It's not the, uh, you know, if, if you love somebody, you just work with them to make it work, you know? Um, I don't believe in baggage if you can, if, if you learn from it, because what you learn from the last person, you can bring it over to the next person. Like maybe there's things that you figure out about yourself that, you know, you do in a relationship that you wouldn't necessarily bring over to the next one. Or maybe there's things that, you know, your partner did that you weren't uh, okay with. I think that it becomes baggage when 
you are either blind to being able to learn from it because, you know, relationships are hard and it's like it's difficult to tell a person, uh, learn from your past. And some people just cannot do that. And I think that's when it becomes uh, the, the, the true baggage. And that's where, where it's like, it's just destructive for the person. And uh, the whole, uh, how much can you take? I think it, it's difficult because that, that's a difficult question to answer because some of us would say, uh, the moment you punch me in the face, we're done, right? And another person would say, that's not enough for me. I think it's like, different people have different tolerances and some of it's not good because, you know, no one should be hitting you in, 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 or, or, or anything like that, but it's like, it just varies from person to person. So, yeah. I, uh, next. Uh, I agree that I think the diff- there's a difference between baggage and a life lesson. Like baggage is, if it's destructive and you're, accidentally ruining your own relationship, your new one, and it's baggage. You're carrying around something that you think the your new person is going to do because of somebody, what the person you were in a relationship previously did. You know, if you're, you, someone cheated on you and you're skeptical of everything your new partner does, that's baggage. They didn't do anything to deserve that. But if it's more of a thing of you trusted the wrong person and now you're looking for signs of manipulation or gas fighting and your new partner well that's a life lesson you're looking for things that could hurt you but you're not destroying your relationship by doing that so i think that is more of the negative term for it if you just let it destroy you know your own happiness and about leaving somebody i think that's up to the person if for me the cornerstone is do you trust me is there trust in this relationship because if there's not i'm done immediately You know, there's always somebody better for me. And if there's not, well, I can be that better person for myself at that point. And a lot of other people have different standards of when does your trust get broken? I know when it comes to myself, I've dealt with this with family of some family members. I'm a lot closer with them and they can do a lot more horrible stuff to me. And I kind of I still want it, I get mad, but then, you know, they're family and I kind of push it aside because you know what, I still love you. But other families, I'm not that close with you or you did something that for me was just horrible or just like, I don't even talk to you. I'm not gonna call you out your name, but don't expect a call. If I see you on the street, don't expect any type of acknowledgement from me. I'm cutting those ties. And I think that standard is, you know, different person for person because you know, how much you love them, how much you care about them, how horrible the thing was changes when you cut those ties. That's my answer. Next. I like where Brittany was going with that. Uh, she made perfect sense. Um, I feel like I resonate with that a lot. Um, I mean, I'm not paying that with a <laughs> Disrespect is disrespect. I don't care if you're family, friend, whatever. you old enough to know what the fuck you're doing wrong at the end of the day. And I'm not dealing with that shit. Now, in the past, I've made, um, had accepted a few things here and there, you know, because 
you know, I was I didn't know who I fully, I fully was, and I didn't know, you know, how things were supposed to, you know, really go. But you know, as I start, you know, growing and learning from different situations, also with myself, it just made me a whole better person. But I can I can say one thing: even though I was going through all the phases, I never settled in a situation. I never settled. I always fought to just get out of that shit. Just, I mean, we probably been in it for a while, but the disrespect, if that shit is, you know, deep enough, I'm cutting like that. And even if I love you, I'm going to try to just destroy it where either you hate me because, like, no, I can't. That's not, it's unacceptable. But, you know, later on, I'm making forget and stuff like that. And, you know, we can go our separate ways, but you know, that's, that's what it is what it is. So that's how I kind of, like, see it. Your... S slash O is angry and upset about something um, that happened at work. How do you calm him slash her down? And FYI, S slash O is significant other. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I'll go first. Uh, Chrissy, Brittany, and Mumu. I just leave them alone and just let the, uh, if, if it's a situation where it's like they don't want to be talked to, then that's great. You know, you go to a corner of your room or whatever, you handle that. Uh, if it's like uh, they're talking to me, then it's like, oh, okay, then I'll listen and I'll put in some advice. And then another thing I learned is that people just don't, they don't want to have input. They just want to vent. And then you can just be there and be the person that listens. And that would be my answer. But it has a time limit of like, if we're talking hours, then I will get up and walk away. Yeah. I agree with you, Marshawn. I would I would just let them vent and just listen. And then I'll be like, all right, you off work now. <laughs> let's be off work because that shit is over there and not over here <laughs> that's, that's how I would handle it okay so I like to pamper people and just spoil people all around so my significant other comes home pissed off about something that happened at work I'm probably make her a bubble bath I'm probably won't broach the subject of what happened at work because I have the horrible memories I probably won't even remember who she works with I was just trying you know talk to her about you know how was your rest of your day what do you want to do this weekend you know distract her away from the horrible thing that happened because I can't you can vent but that's just making you dwell on it and then if you can't fix it you'll be pissed the next day about it I'd rather just get your mind off of it let's be here together I'm a Treat however you want to be treated today. I can't cook worth nothing, but I can make you a bowl of cereal. You know, <laughs> I'll just try and make you relax while you're at, at least at home. Um, child, don't first of all don't come home to me with that bullshit. Like, man, the fuck up <laughs> and deal with it. Cause just like you know, I deal with a lot of shit too. But nobody has time. You know what I mean? Like, bitch, girl, it's a big. We here to see the bigger picture. Bitch, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> You know, on special occasions when I feel like, you know, you, you, you know, you're doing what you need to do. And yeah, but I don't want to hear about your motherfucking problems that work because I got my own. 
I don't want to talk about it. I want to come home and drink me some money. I need to smoke. I know that shit knows that. <laughs> I can read that. Uh, which parts of your life do you need to be more careful in choosing who you give access? And then it can be Mershon, Chrissy, and LaRue after me. Um, I guess just careful about who I talk to, about what I'm doing. I've learned in the last few years that most people don't care about what you're doing. They just want to, you know, see if you're doing better than them or whatever. And it's just like, I, I, I don't really, I don't, if you can't help me creatively, I don't want to have a conversation because I got to explain things and you won't understand it and you'll pretend you understand it. So I'm at the point where unless you're in my circle, I'm not talking about nothing what I'm doing with my life, you know, work-wise or what my future is. I'll talk about what we have in common, though. You know, I'll hang out with you, but I'm not about to go too deep into anything. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Brittany. Um, as far as uh, what, like, career-wise and stuff, um, what type of moves that I make that's going to uh, help me financially and whatnot because people uh, if they know too much will try to try to hate or try to stop you or distract you so um yeah I I uh I value solitude so it's not um something it's not anything to you know not um, choose anyone to give access. You know, the only people I do are the people I'm closest with. Like you said, like if, if we're not friends or um, not even my family, I don't, my family is the last people to know what is going on with me because, you know, then they, I'm not, I have to, my common answer is I'm working. That's what I'm doing. So um, if you're, yeah, if you're not somebody who's going to be in my, um, in my future uh, guaranteed, then you're not going to know everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, that now. Um, yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah I feel like um, <laughs> you're not going to be... But I don't see my future is not happening. That's why, like, I'm, I'm such a loner. Like, because I don't, you know, see eye to eye with a lot of people where they're going. So I don't want to be distracted now at this point. So if I, if I can't see you in, in the future, then, like, we can't be nothing. I don't want to be a friend or anything. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that, uh, because for me, it's like, uh, I don't see the, uh, the, the purpose of having just like people in your life for the sake of having people. Like if you don't benefit me in any way whatsoever, then it's like, what's the point ultimately? And for me, it's like a lot of the, the, the people that I do want to have access already got the access. Everybody else is just you know, a different tier of separation. Yeah. If you were to have a threesome, uh, would the extra person be male or female? Uh, female and 
never mind. I can't say that. Ric Flair is in trouble. I was going to say Ric Flair. Uh, Britney. You know it's female. I don't mess with dudes. Um, <laughs> more fun, I guess. I don't know. Chrissy. So it would definitely be another guy. Because uh, <laughs> I'm boy crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be another dude. It would be uh, two, two guys. This is my answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, I don't get a lot of shit. I don't fuck bitches, niggas. Child. But, <laughs> Brian, um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of the name, child. Horrible. But no, probably would have um, never been. But yeah, that's, that's that's my answer. What do you miss most about yourself? Being a teenager, being a virgin. <laughs> that's what I miss. If I knew everything <laughs> back then that I know now, life would be so much different. But I um I just I missed uh, I miss being younger. Um, not having so much responsibility. Um, I do. I, I, I wish I, I I could go back in time to where I didn't have as much responsibility, because it's like that's the there's so much free time that you have when you're younger that you don't realize that you can better utilize that time. So that would be my answer. Yeah, I can uh, go. Um, I guess the obvious answer is just, I'd go back to when I was a kid with more free time. I'm pretty sure that's gonna be everyone's. So instead I'll say, I, I guess I missed when I had long hair, just so I could have cut it off sooner. I spent a lot of time when I was a kid hating my hair, hating how long it was, and just having to deal with it every day. And the moment the opportunity came to cut it, it was just the most freeing thing. I just wish I would have done that sooner. So give me long hair again so I just get that feeling of chopping it off. Um, I don't miss nothing about myself because I've always been who the fuck I was, you know? And I think I love, you know, the person I be, I'm becoming, but yeah, that's, that's my answer for that. All right. And last card. Um, what is the most romantic thing you have ever done for someone? And I pick Brittany first. Uh, Oh, oh, go ahead, Brittany. I ain't even gonna cut you and off. And then you next, Mumu, and then Marshawn. Okay. Um, well, then, I am not that horribly romantic nowadays, but I guess the last thing I did was, on my last girlfriend, I was out of state for a majority of our relationship. 
and I, don't know, I just called her every day just to ask how she was doing, you know, any issues, let her vent about, you know, what problems she was going through at the time. And I don't do a lot of romantic gestures. So I, that's, I guess that's my answer. Last call. Um, uh, romantic. Huh. I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm horrible. Bring somebody there for the job. <laughs> but I mean, that's about it. Like, I can't think of that romantic because, baby, I'm rough cookie. You get romantic out of me. Cook, cook for somebody or something, you know? I guess romantic, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of stuff done romantically, but I don't know. I just, I just, yeah. Yeah, like, look, I think the small things is, is what matters, right? Small things is what matters. And I think that's that's what I appreciate more is the small things. So if you listen to this, small things really do matter. All that extra shit, childs for the birds. But I mean, it's cute sometimes, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's my answer. Um, most romantic thing I've ever done was I dated a girl. She had cold hands because it was winter. I said, you need <laughs> gloves. And she goes, I do need gloves. I bought her gloves for Christmas. They were $30. And she returned them because I bought the wrong size. Uh what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, ah! I don't want to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> she returned them. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I look. I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't know. I'm just. I don't. I'm real thoughtful. I'm. I'm very attentive to um what people like and what they don't like and stuff like that um you know i definitely love to cook um or you know just give a person like a day off without having to watch kids or whatever just you know just relax you don't have to do no work when you come home you know or you know stuff like that um or leave little love notes or you know, I don't know what the most romantic thing, I think the most romantic thing I've ever done was with um, my very first love when um, uh, we start, we started a journal that we would pass off to each other. So we would write some love notes and write some things in the journal and pass it off to each other each time we saw each other. This is in high school. So um, of course, uh, I, I had a dream back then that I was going to wait until marriage before, um, you know, giving up my my purity. Um, and uh, I only wanted to give that to my husband. But, um, you know, he he we didn't get married and he broke up with me. So <laughs> so uh, but that was really very romantic with sweet. It was something that uh, we both look forward to doing for each other. So. Um, I think that's the most romantic thing I've ever done. All right, so we're back. 
And now it is time for the closing. I am Aaron Mack. This is week 125 on hashtag Burst TV's The Homos Talk Show. And what we'll do now is everybody just close out by just saying, hey, I'm so-and-so. You can find me on social media at bop, 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 and go on to the next person. And the order this time, now it looks like we lost Mumu, so I'll say his stuff at the end. But we'll go Chrissy, Brittany, Mershon. And then I'll close with Mumu, and we'll close out. All right. Hi, I'm Chrissy uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. I am a local handywoman that serves the greater Cleveland area and surrounding areas. Um, so if you need your house painted inside or out or any light fixtures replaced or, you know, stuff like that, uh, anything assembled, any general assembly, uh, indoor or outdoor structures, I'm the one you call uh, or a really good plumber. I got the hookup on that as well. You can reach, uh, find me on social media at Love One Chrissy uh, on Instagram. Um, check it, check out the page. I got a lot of my work on there, or on Facebook on uh, Christine Shields. All right, and and yes, so and you can also say what you do, especially now that we're at Brittany and Mershon. You all can say your company of. Dark Rave Ink. You know, I, I just I just got the ink part. I-N-K, but it could also be I-N-C. Anyway, I'm crazy. But yes, go ahead. Uh, hi, my name is Brittany. Uh, currently, I'm visiting Ohio. I used to live here, but I actually stay in Georgia now. I'll be going back there soon. Um, I am the head writer and co-owner of Dark Rave Inc. in animation production studio. And our first cartoon is Marie and Juzo. You can find our work on Twitter at Inc. underscore Rave or on Instagram under Dark Rave Inc. And I'm Rashawn. I actually live in Cleveland and still here. And I am the uh, co-owner of co-writer, voice actor uh, for Dark Rave Inc. And you can find us on uh, Twitter and you can find us on Instagram. I don't know the hashtags. I've spilled juice on myself. All right. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> our friend who was a part of it and it looks like he got disconnected Mumu LaRue, his Instagram is at M-O-M-O-L-A-R-U-E underscore. All right, and that concludes week 125. Thank you all very much. Oh, and I'll also add, we have a website now, www.firsttv.com, B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. Com. Hey. The Homos Talk Show, hashtag Verse TV. Hi, it's Chrissy from Cleveland, Ohio. And this is Mershon from Cleveland, Ohio. This is Mumu mm -hmm. from Las Vegas. 
Hey, it's Brittany from Ohio. And you are tuned in week 125. And you are tuned in to hashtag Mercy Me. Week 125. 